0: Hello and hello again. Welcome back to our show, Don't Hate the Truth. I'm going to try something different this time, you know. I'm going to try something I'm going to call tube shots. This is where I get on a certain tube, you know, and I see the shots. So when I see these shots, I'm going to have something to say about them. I just picked them by random, you know. One of the shots I have is uh, maybe maybe I should start in a different order. One of the shots I seen was uh, uh, shout out to Professor Black Truth. Uh, He had the title uh, "Fighting Police Racism Goes National." Anybody catch uh, you know? Anybody catch that show? I caught it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I caught it. I was impressed. I was totally impressed, you know, because a lot of the black media, and I consider myself part of it too, uh, a lot of us black media people, we don't want to be celebrities, and we want to tell it like it is, you know, I would like to get rid of the confusion, and I got rid of the confusion before, and Dr. Millie Fuller explained it fully to, uh, uh, pardon the pun he explained it fully to everybody that was there to listen and it was about the fact that you know we're fighting against uh, white supremacy but the thing is everybody who practices white supremacy uh, isn't white and everybody who's white doesn't practice white supremacy. For instance, you know when you get out there and you get, we all seen uh, what, what was the movie? I don't want to give a real live basis. I'm uh, what's the movie? Hmm. it Wasn't Boys? In, yeah, it was Boys in the Hood, where they, you know, they thought they was going to get a break because it was a black cop. And the black cop explains how much he hates them as much as the, the white cops and the fact that they wasn't getting a break whatsoever, you know. <coughs> this is a... There's no checks and balances. And they were children in this scene in the movie. And usually that's what happens to a lot of black people. I mean, we have cognitive dissonance. There's people who don't who hasn't grew up where we grew up and hasn't had the experiences that we had and the, you know and and the more that I, I don't know how to put it the more that the police go unchecked the more this attitude of uh, being above the law and having the ability to straight brutalize you you know Having the—I uh, don't know how to say it—having the right to kill you, beat you, and maim you. I mean, this is this is crazy. I mean, their 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 logo and their motto was like you know serve and protect, but it seems that they end up standing on people's necks. And uh, the crazy part about it is, like. Like I said before, white supremacy is, is done by white supremacists, not all white people. There's white people who've been pulled over and understand the concept that these people were their public servants and, and, and it made them acknowledge that fact. And when they acknowledge that fact, they got kind of pissed off about the whole ordeal. Uh, pardon my harsh language, but they got kind of perturbed about the ordeal. And they gave those they gave those uh, young white dudes a thrashing like this like they would do anybody else, you know. Let's get one thing straight about the police, and and uh, let's get one thing very 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 straight about them. They don't get legitimacy just because they put the badge on. That doesn't make them the official law bearer and the person that can come at you and all the nine whole nine yards. That makes them somebody with a job that the people pays. A servant. You see? This is missing in the translation here. You see? Because they... Gave an oath to uphold the Constitution. Yet and still, they are the first ones to go ahead and try to break the Constitution and the law. They should be a, they should be held to the same. Actually, that's a lie. They should be held to a greater, much greater standard. if anybody wanted to uh, dispute this fact um, just like I hate to quote a little stupid fictional uh, quotes for instance like Spider-Man one of my favorite superheroes pardon me but with great powers comes great responsibility and that's that I mean hey it doesn't get any plainer than that but with great responsibility and respect and, and and power, there should be a very great punishment for abuse of such said, said power. People should be like, they shouldn't be gung-ho to become a policeman. This should be a job that people are looking to pass the torch. And I think they should have a Citizen Project, where this can happen, where, you know, the older police can retire quicker and pass the torch to younger officers, but that's, that's neither here nor there. Because the title says, (coughs) excuse me, fighting police, racism goes national. So, you know, racism is in the title of this here, and I, I have to deal with it, and I, I really have to address it. I have to really, truly, truly address what racism is. First, I'm going to give definitions to words. That's right, words. You look them up in the dictionary. I'm going to give you a verbatim of it, of the words. I'm not going to open up a dictionary and and read it word for word because I know what they intended. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you what they intended with words. Okay? We're going to go over definitions. For instance, where do you live? What kind of government do you live in? You know, a lot of uh, numbskulls and people who uh, inhale other people's farts instead of actually looking in a book and saying what actually is going on here. I'll do you the favor. The idiot answer is you live in a you live in a democracy. That is the totally dumb, airheaded, please jump off the nearest cliff. All the words used here, uh, please uh, don't take literally. Uh, not meant that. Figuratively, you have jumped over a mental cliff. You're stupid. You hold your hand over your heart as you say the Pledge of Allegiance, which means saying that, hey, I'm down it's with the pledge that I'm down okay since you're down what you're down with and to the republic for which it stands wait a minute you live in a democracy right no you don't that's the example I want to give you because some people think that they're brilliant and they're actually so smart they're rocked to sleep you don't live in democracy you live in a republic representative government republic not democracy so let's let we nip that in the butt now we can get the real thinking and one of the things I wanted the people to understand was racism so we're not even going to go over it I I hate when people try to say uh, well um, I ask you what color is that well it's red I don't know what red is. Well, it's, you know, kind of reddish. That's kind of stupid, right? I already said I don't know what red is. So if you can go reddish, you're not really describing anything to me. So, not to say reddish, we're going to talk about racism, but we're going to talk about different words. First of all, here's where the big mistake comes in with racism. It's bigotry. That's right, boys and girls. If you don't like somebody because of a certain color, you are a bigot. Yes, you're a bigot. You're not a racist. Unless you are a manager at your job, even just a little lowly shift manager. If you're a shift manager and you don't like people of a certain race and you sabotage them or make sure that they can't excel at the job then you're a racist. If you're sitting at home on the back, if you're sitting on your back porch at the projects collecting welfare and and, uh, uh having 800 other kids and don't believe in work you're not a racist you're just a bigot you cannot be a racist the guy Nelly Fuller you gotta look him up for yourself Uh, he has a brand of thinking that will liberate you and uh, he goes in the state that uh, I'll I'll quote this guy a lot because he's brilliant He's 88 years, 89 years old, and he's still alive today. Telling, trying to, you know, put the message out. So, love this guy. He's, he's one of our elders, and, and when he passes, Lord forbid, and may he have as many, many years as he possibly can, he will be one of our ancestors who will be respected and revered and remembered and never die because he'll live on in the legacy of our minds. But uh, not to get off the subject. Sorry, uh, people need to look at definition things. You know, look at it for what real, it really is, because when you don't know the definition of the words, they will deflect you in a certain where well, you said, uh, "Everybody's going off on national racism." Well, the national racism that is going on is called white supremacy Uh, the more you don't know about white supremacy uh, the more you will be confused about it Um, that's another quote that Dr. Millie Fuller put out there like I said before I will often quote this guy in fact probably the next subject is the the next subject is one thing that he brought up too but we won't skip over subjects that easy we're gonna go uh, stay straight for a path Um, Yeah. Fighting national racism, you know. Well, people don't see it. Why? Well, you'd have to be in the steel mill to know that when they look at you, they think, hmm, why is this black guy even in this building? You'd have to first get in the steel mill before you see that, and make sure that don't happen with racism. So you thought I was going to talk about calling names and uh, hanging nooses in locker rooms? That's just foolish bigots. That ain't racism. Please don't be fooled. They got the NASCAR thing. Everybody's in solidarity. You know what? This is this is what uh, people don't understand is the sophistication of true racism. You see, what they're trying to do over at NASCAR, they made a big deal out of uh, a noose being in uh, one of their NASCAR guys' drivers' uh, locker room or whatever have you, but. Uh, it's not like NASCAR was reaching out for a black base, uh, black fans, and uh, supporting black causes or whatever. This is what uh, this is a Bernie Sanders move. Well, when you find out that I was a bigot just trying to get power, marching with the black folks, you know. Uh, before you find that out, I'll use that to say, hey, uh, this is why you guys should be on my team in essence Bernie Sanders only got down with the black folks so he can eventually say hey you guys should be down with my team because when they when they asked about reparations for the same people that he marched for he said they didn't deserve any kind of monetary uh, uh, any kind of monetary reparations why? That should have been the question, best question. They should have asked him, do they deserve reparations? And why or why not? What would he answer then? I know one thing, it wouldn't have been in order for reparations you know, because of the national racism. As one thing that they can agree to across the table. Two things that any politician world freaking wide will always always be on board with you won't have to worry about the yays or nays if you put this out in front of them and they've dangled this gym in their face and it's two of them Jim number one some of that loot oh yeah your favorite politician will rob you to you are blind if he could turn around and get away with it and get reelected. Rob you and your feelings, you better not have any precious metal in it or you're going to get an ouchie in the morning when you find out he took that too. Mm-hmm. They could agree to robbing you and they can agree to suppressing any class of citizen that is not considered white and this year they pulled the they pulled the, they, 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 they pulled the double uh, the double on us police reform well the only police reform you could ever have is a punishment for the cops If you do anything else, you ain't doing squat. You making a better Nazi. Because besides, if I'm a Nazi, you can't reform me anyways. I'll still be racist and still show through in my work. But what you can say is, if an unarmed person gets killed while you're bringing them in, you get a murder one, just like anybody else. You could do that. You know Why? They only have the right to use deadly force against somebody who is a threat to them or a threat immediately to somebody else's life. Not meaning, hey, I think this guy could beat the other guy in a fight. That's not, you know, that's not uh, an immediate threat. Uh, It's the guy who is running down the street with a gun or a knife or driving a billion miles per hour and jumped up on the sidewalk. Yeah, those guys they they should get be able to get a hot one. A handcuffed person or somebody with no weapon comes in dead. Murder one because you are a citizen that is like a super citizen if you have a badge. You have a a little bit uh, more status and and, uh, leverage on regular citizens. So therefore, you should be held to a higher standard. That way, this position does not get abused. And before I even charge them with murder, I want to charge them with obstruction. You heard me. I want to charge them with obstruction. Because according to the Constitution, you get due process. And the first thing that anybody who has died before they got to the station or before they got to their hearing, they have been denied due process. Which I think is really... I, I think that the government should be very strict... On their employees who are under the process of law. In essence, they're the ones who are set up the due process. If they interfere with the due process uh, feature of the law, they should be in big trouble. It's like setting the deck. It's like jury tampering. It's like threatening a witness. Those are all crimes because they interfere with due process. And those crimes are uh, are major. You jury tamper, you you can get a big spanking for that kill a witness that's what they're doing in the sense, in essence they're killing a witness they're killing a witness to uh, uh, a hearing the state versus whomever they've killed the witness. could you go light-handed on that? But not only that, they're killing unarmed people. How could you condone that? And for the people who, and, and I gotta address this too, because, you know, this is done by Black Lives Matter, and I don't trust them worth the as far as I can throw all of them. Simply because of what Malcolm said, whoever pays the rent, it's their house. Uh, Black people don't pay pay the rent at Black Lives Matter, so it's not really their house. So you're gonna have to watch them for on their agenda. Because if they really wanted to push a black agenda, we'd be pushing reparations. see if they push reparations if all black lives matter. Remember the strange fruit? They mattered too. Those happen to be black lives. What would make it better is reparations because they'll never get the lives back. So in justice, doing justice, uh, we would serve up reparations. And there that's what black lives matter would really push and they're not gonna push that because see the people who pay the rent ain't gonna allow that or they will uh, cancel their contract you hear me dig that so don't think it's too pure of a movement it ain't the coronavirus too I right. It has a lot to do with it. But we won't get into that. I this that's FaceTime on that one, you know. That's that's square number one. And we're back to it again. Like I said, today is a tube mix. And um the next thing I see on my tube mix uh is the letters and I know who it belongs to. This belongs to the guys that I've been talking about. And it's like super saturated with this guy. Um, Dr. Neely Fuller. It's VGQ. And what people don't understand. What is VGQ? Well, this is a way to logically understand things without dismissing them. We have to understand that each and every individual has an experience on this planet and the experience they have is not the same as yours Mm -mm. not even your twin brother his experience on this earth is not the same as yours nor is his perception that's just simply a a psychological thing Um, I took an AP psychology course and uh was in high school so but VGQ what does it mean? Victims guaranteed qualification that's right victims are guaranteed 100% (coughs) excuse me qualification so what does that mean? okay I you and I work um, at the same place Uh, we work there and our foreman his name is Scott for instance and um, I went to school with Scott you see me and him played football together Team made it do what it do or made it do what it didn't do, whatever. But we have camaraderie, we know each other. I know his family and his sister and all that. You know. Me and Scott's cool. I'm black, Scott's white, you know. And um my buddy Tim comes up to me and says, Hey, you know that guy, Scott? He just called me a racial slur. And I should be advancing, you know, further in this job. But, you know, thanks to some of the bad write ups I had from Scott over some BS that really truly didn't happen, I think it did because I was black. Uh, all this whole thing, I, I, I believe it's because of that. See, what, what would happen then? And this is what usually happens Because we don't know about being on code What usually happens is I say to you Well I know. knew Scott since high school You know Scott's never appeared that way to me Or came at me in that fashion Now what I did was just disqualify a victim I've turned the pages on the victim made him now a a slanderer he went from victim to now you're a slanderer when I say hey uh, I don't I've never experienced that from Scott see what when when you use codes you stay on code and you use true VGQ meaning the victim he didn't get get to school with Scott You don't know Scott, his, Scott's mom. Scott's sister don't see him in public and say, hey, how you doing? And give him a hug. You know? That's not his experience with Scott. And just because yours is different with Scott, if you say to that guy, hey, I don't think Scott would do anything like that or whatever, whatever have you, you'd be being wrong you should say is I'm sorry you had that experience with him but I understand where you're coming from that you could say you don't like him okay see the press the media does this you know when they shot Trayvon Martin what was it? when Trayvon Martin got shot what do you have he had a deadly drink and a bag of chips or something, or some candy with him. That's what he had on him, you know. And then they try to paint him as out. Uh, you know, he was a bad kid. He was that. No, he was a kid that lost his life with no weapons in his hand. See, with victims' guaranteed qualification, when they go into what the victim was before he was a victim that's of no consequence because the fact that he's a victim qualifies him to be taken seriously or to, to examine what's been said or to even wholeheartedly take it as the truth if you want to you don't have to wholeheartedly take it as the truth. I pray you don't. However, don't exactly rule it out if somebody says, hey, you know, there's no way in the world I've seen that side of Scott. Me and him has so much camaraderie and I know his family, but deep down, do you really know anybody deep, 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 deep? No, you don't, because there's a skull on people's head that way you can't look in like a window and people sometimes change their mind so even if you do know them they might consider one day going against everything that you know about them and changing their mind so we had to be more we we had to examine more before we decide to uh try to call things and we need to stay on code with each other when somebody says they've seen something don't dismiss it look out for it and, uh, now on to the next subject and uh, I kind of forget what I picked though. <laughs> kind of for- forgot what I picked oh G this one's gonna be a good one. Yes, we're back. Just browsing the tube, man. Uh, seen Fly Nubian Queen up there, and uh, the, what was the title? Was God struck after Antichrist Oklahoma rally? Yeah, that's crazy, ain't it? If you really want to look at it, I mean, I don't know if they they really didn't publicize it after that. But like a day before the rally, I guess, uh, a couple of police officers were struck by lightning. Um, then, uh, I guess, right after the rally. There was a, a, a earthquake. Uh, magnitude was um, four, what, four point two. Which, if you put four and two together, you get what six. So, uh, yeah, think about that. Um, <clears throat> but that was one of the biggest, biggest magnitudes uh, of uh, earthquake in Oklahoma. Period. Sounds similar to that. Uh, Ohio incident where they allowed the Klan uh, to have their little march, or whatever, and then the next very that very night, or I think yeah, that very night, going into the next day, uh, tornadoes came and ravaged that area. I mean, absolutely ravaged that area. You know, uh, hey, coincidence? Ah. Well, I'm gonna switch to the next one. Um, on there, we also have uh, the Black Authority, man. Like, that's. He's one of those guys. You gotta, he's got his thumb on the pulses and stuff, too, man. Uh, the Black Authority. Uh, what's, what's this one up here? He has up there. Buffer Class Strategy. I like, you know, I, I would just love to do a, a, a show one day, just black media jargon or vocabulary. Once once you catch on to what, what's going on with the vocabulary, it, it's really being descriptive and telling things the way it is, instead of telling things the way uh, it's what they want it to be heard. So, you know, buffer class. You know, that's the. This is one of the reasons why black people are afraid of Trump because he's racist. Uh, Openly, and there's no really hiding it. We know, you know. But <clears throat> what they don't understand is the the uh, scariest racist is the one that you didn't uh, detect. So you have your your guard up for uh, Trump, but you don't get some people didn't have their guard up for Biden, not knowing that he did the 94 Cram's Law and was proud of it and called Biden's Law even, you know. Uh, he was very proud of himself and what he had had, what he had done. So uh, you know that incarcerated that, that law, three strikes and all kinds of crazy things that puts people in jail for a multitude of years for nonviolent crimes. I call drug crimes incomplete crimes anyways. They are. They're totally incomplete crimes. I don't think you should be able to try somebody until you have every single you know, piece of the crime together. You just got the drug dealer. You know um, everybody that bought off of him was guilty of breaking the drug code, too. But instead, you're going to go after the dealer. Once you get the dealer, you shouldn't stop. You should take his phone and look up his phone. And everybody he... Uh, a hustle to or whatever then you know sit them down on that so it's an incomplete crime when you just get the person you need to get the person who manufactures, man, who manufactures and you have to get the person who is purchasing it that is how you stop that channel events it's from happening but it's not you know it's that's not what it's really wanted or needed you see but the buffer classes the, they're the people who you know, they put in place like the, the, they give you big grants and give you tons of money like the you know some of the Arabs and the Middle Eastern people who own stores out here don't think that they were so rich they just jumped over here and, uh, and pulled out of their own pocket and, you no, know, now on the store. That's not how it happened. First and, foremost, first and foremost, the government gives them money. Second of all, they get tax breaks. With that boost that they're getting, they're trying to make them above the black folks. Don't believe me? They always say, "Oh, well, you black people had a great." even shot from the projects well how come everybody else is landing somewhere else instead of the projects to start their nice and even run you know and then when you complain they'd be like well they look like Kim Wong over here he uh Graduated top of his class started a software company this that and third and he's not white and he's not from American from America rather although some are but that's really not the point these are people that are going to be used to the uh, de- uh, de- Get you out of the benefits that you deserve from your uneven and sabotage start. That's right, I said sabotaged. They always say pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Most clansmen do wear boots. Because that's where the term knowledge really came from in uh, that figure of speech. But it's hard, to, it's hard to run fast when the person next to you is allowed to trip you. And when you make a big stink about it, then another person trips you. Then you make another big stink about it. And then the referee of the game disqualifies you. the dynamics of America that black people had to see. Heck, even Martin Luther King had a speech called The Two Americas. Guess why? One was for black people and one was for everybody else. Once he started talking economics which we should really focus on instead of politics they got him out of there. Buffer class is really people who are going to help dilute the minority vote, or the black vote, I should say, because I'm not going to speak like them. And um, here to say, hey, it's a fair game. I don't know what the black people are talking about, because they're not getting treated like we are. So that's the purpose of Buffer class. I'm going to get to my next little thing on here. see a Tariq Nasheed out there. Hope it's one of, I I see one of his current ones. I I would like to, you know, speak on the same thing about the movement for black people being diluted. Um, If I do speak for anybody, I I, I speak for myself. But if I do, I do have the ability to speak for a lot of black people who are in my position, a lot of black people who, uh, Came up the same way I did, not 100% and unequivocally, but very, very close, if not dead on. Yeah. We uh, believe that we deserve the right to walk around and just be what our parents gave birth to. Nothing more. Nothing less, and get treated equally on those bases, not because of any action that we can partake of, would like to partake of. See, and that's why I want our cause, and our cause will be separate from any other cause. trying everything to undermine our movement. Let's get it straight. The leader of our movement is we want our reparations now. The agenda of our movement is cut the check. Now, that is the bread, butter, heart And soul, and liver, guts, intestines, and muscle and bone of our movement. With that in place, and the proper respirations in place, we'll be able to make avenues where everybody is treated equally. We will also have the ability to do what we need to do for ourselves, and it will replace the fact that we have been uh, kicked off the lands and and stolen from. So, So, that's one thing that has to be in the works there. And they will have they will have bootlegs. They always do. And this is the sad thing about the, the, the Democratic Party. They'll have somebody who's black try to push their agenda uh, and play race politics. Where the Republicans just don't even participate in that as much. But Ben, um, ben Carson is definitely. One of those guys that you, uh, uh, you might see on the Coon Train. So, yeah, realize every brother ain't your brother. But not to get off topic. Um, yeah, we don't need. We we're not fighting for the right to do things in our bedroom. We're fighting for the right to walk down the street and not get choked to death and die by a a race soldier, a.k.a. law enforcer. I understand uh, what's going on in Washington, Seattle, Washington, where they're having zones where it's not policed. They don't want police in that zone. I say like this, if it brings up a real constitutional flim flam or say uh, question, you know, can the states make their own rules outside the central government? It's just supposed to say yes. Yeah, BS Somehow this rule can apply to what the people are doing but they're trying to make demilitarized, demilitarized zones where the, these militarily equipped uh, race soldiers, Loud. Wow. They, uh, I, I was watching it uh, today. They were talking about how two people. I was just watching regular news, you know, just to humor myself because they're fools and foolishness. At any rate, they went on to talk about how two people got killed in Pittsburgh uh, gun violence. A little later on in the show, you know, not back to back, but a little bit later on in the show, they talking about how, how somebody got shot and killed in that demilitarized zone. And I said, you know, that demilitarized zone is uh, it's like Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh got two people shot dead, where they only had one. I mean, one in your city and two in the, in, in, in the other city I mean I don't see where hey the absence of police caused great crime and, and you know unstableness and uncivility. but that's what they're trying to preach the government will always preach that because um, the government can't do nothing without somebody to enforce the laws that that they uh voted for. Plus, if they uh, they have the right to kill you uh, if you don't obey that law. The enforcement arm of government. Anybody who don't understand that? understand the dynamics of what's going on, but uh, you also got to take a real good look at people who are being uh, uh, divisive and uh, just downright and secretly evil, they're the ones that chant all lives matter. Well, whippity do! I mean, we all understand that. It's just like somebody saying, all water's wet. Well, that's dumb. We all know all lives matter. So did the black guy who pulled a white cop out of the car because the car was catching on fire to save his life. He knew all lives matter. Let's not be stupid here have a battle of semantics Do you have an honest question or an honest topic you want to talk about don't have a battle of semantics that's crap all lives matter yeah of course they do but there must be something going on with a certain life if they have to specify get it So when somebody comes with that stupid will all lives matter. Say, are you the only idiot in the house, Captain Obvious? We know that. But if they're specifying now, there must be something going on with that special group. Or they wouldn't bother specifying, would they? It's like having an ice machine with ice standing on sitting on top of it. And making sure you make a homemade sign To sit on top of that Saying Ice They're not being They're not possibly By no stretch of the imagination That stupid They're just liars Trying to have an honest conversation But all your coins and black lives matter like I said, until they start talking reparations. That way we can fix our own problems once we get the wealth that was stolen from our people. You have a wonderful and blessed day, night, and evening. And remember, <laughs> it doesn't matter that you hate the truth. Truth is the truth. So don't hate the truth.